Blog Talk Radio. Monday, September the 23rd. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny and making it happen God's way, Incorporated. Once again, we have another very special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me my partner, my sister girlfriend, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen, God's Way Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Teresa Hamilton. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing exceptionally well. I feel great, and I can't wait for tonight's show to start so that I can feel even better. <laughs> well, we're going to get there in just two shakes of a lamb's leg, as my father used to say. Okay. <laughs> we we are excited about this show this evening. Um, our Tonight's topic is self-talk. Words really do have power. So for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at Lease 101. That's L-Y-S-E 101. We are available as a podcast and it's free. So just go to your iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in a date with destiny. You can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave me a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net. So, Ms. Teresa, here we go. We're getting ready to start this show this evening. But before we do, I just want us to, you know, we, we just came off of a nice weekend, um, uh, the first MIH meeting um, of the season. We just started that back up Saturday, which was a great success, by the way. Congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, here. Oh, girl, look, we that's what we do. We work together to make it happen, right, make it happen God's yeah. way. Yeah. So before we start tonight, what we're going to do, we, we I just want us to take a nice big breath. We're just going to just breathe in, just one, whew, and let that thing go. And uh, just to help us to relax a little bit because there's been a lot going on and a lot of times we, you know, when we come down to this part of the show, you know, to the time to do the show, Sometimes we're just getting ourselves, you know, uh, at the mic or <laughs> over the phone to be able to do this. So I just want us to be able to just relax, take another deep breath. All righty then. Um, so we have some exciting guests coming on to share with us in the next couple of weeks. And I just want to take a moment to inform everyone uh, what to look forward to starting next week, actually. We have the beautiful Miss Mira Kelly with us. Mira is a past life regression therapist and has one of the most wonderful spirits of anyone I have come across in a very long time. 
Some may know about past life regression as it's spreading like wildfire, and then some may not know. So please tune in next week as Mira shares her journey with us and gives us a glimpse into how you can be healed through past life regression therapy. That's going to be a very, very interesting show, so you're not going to want to miss that one. Um, Then the week after that, which is October the 7th, we have with us gospel singer Mrs. Nancy Jackson Johnson, who just released her single, I'm Free, from her new album, The Return of Nancy Jackson Johnson, which is slated to come out later this year. Nancy is signed to pastor and award-winning gospel artist Donnie McClurkin's new label, Camden Music. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's October the 2nd. And then, I mean 7th. And then on October the 4th, woo, girl, we are rolling. Uh, With us that week, we just get ready. Just get ready because we have with us uh, award-winning jazz and R&B saxophonist, Mr. Walter Beasley. That's right. Walter Beasley will be with us sharing his musical journey with our listeners. So if you are a student of music, if you are a musician, professional or not professional, or you just plain old, uh, you're a plain old lover of the sax, like I am, you're not going to want to miss that show. So starting next week, guys, stay tuned in with us, and, and we have some a couple of nice little things that we are going to give away during those shows. So you're not going to want to miss that. So tonight we are going to talk about self-talk and how words really do have the power to bring whatever we speak into our lives. So if you're listening in and feel compelled to call with a question or a comment, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. Our phone lines are open, and we would love to hear from you. So the last time we were together, we discussed how to focus on our breath and being consciously aware of it. Uh, Too often we take our breath for granted. Breathing is a gateway to the soul, which allows us to communicate more succinctly with our inner being. And that's why, Teresa, I had us just take that moment to just take that breath you know, just to, just to ease us into a calmness and, and an awareness of what we're about to embark upon. So, you know, for our listening audience, just every now and then, just, just breathe. Be aware of your breath. So tonight we're going to discuss our words, our self-talk. What are we saying to ourselves about ourselves? What are we saying to ourselves about other people? What we say has a great impact on the events that take place in our lives. What we speak about, we bring about. The evidence of what we are saying about ourselves and others is apparent in the way in which we live. We can speak blessings in our lives or we can curse our lives and not even realize that that's what we're doing. So, Teresa, I found that when listening to people talk about themselves, you can actually find out a lot about a person in the first five to ten minutes of a conversation. And a lot of times when we talk with people, what are we really, who are we really talking to or what are we really talking to? And I feel like, you know, a lot of times we're talking to the ego. You know, we've done a show before about our egos, and I find a lot of times that that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing Mm -hmm. with the ego. So what do you have to say about that, Ms. Teresa? Well, I have a lot to say only because last week I thought I did the worst job ever of self-talk. Oh, no. <laughs> I think oh, that no. I started out real good during the week and I was in a great place. And then, as with most, most sometimes happens, events will change the way you talk to yourself and the kinds of things that you focus on. And you right. will think, that, you know, we have this show and we know the importance of words and what we say to ourselves and the importance of saying positive things. However, there will be times when a situation will crop up and then we're still left with, as I always say, a choice to be happy and be well and at peace 
for a choice to be disgruntled and angry and uneasy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's have, true. Unfortunately, I was at a crossroad, and I did not do a thorough job, I thought, for myself at the self-talk. And I had to constantly remind myself, because the situation came up with work and we had to pull through <laughs> a job in like a little bit of time, and it was not going my way, ego's way. And so when it wasn't going my way, I knew what I needed to do to rectify it. But at the same time, during and after, <laughs> I would not have given myself an A nor a B and barely a C. <laughs> wow. So wow. Um, I can really speak to self-talk tonight that even though um, I didn't do as well, I constantly challenge myself to think better, to say better. Because sometimes when we're in, especially for those of you who are working on a job and you've got a boss or a coworker who is not the get along with, your first thought out of the box when they upset you or they do something that irritates you is to just go into a rant in your head. Uh-huh, <laughs> that, uh-huh. person, that person never does this. They get on my nerves. They blah, blah, blah. And so God challenged me. I really felt the spirit of God challenging me last week to say, are you loving your brother? Are you saying kind words about your brother? Are you mm-hmm. doing all of the right things when it comes to how we treat our brothers? So it's so, so important when we're talking about our fellow man that we really refrain from all the negative because as a result of staying in more negative self-talk, what I realized was occurring with me is I was feeling a little bit more down or more depressed. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I get that when you are doing self-talk, even though I got it before, but I could really analyze, so to speak, the effects of right, not staying right. in that mode. Now what I can mm-hmm. say is that the challenges in life is that that's why it's so important to have a positive person around you like yourself, Lisa, yes. because you were oh. the one who kept steering me on that right path and road every time I'd want to raise my hand. You would listen but you would also steer me in the right direction in terms of really thinking about the, the issue and then also mm-hmm. coming up with positive ways to handle it. But it was yeah. a real lesson for me, and mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you'll delve in it, we'll get into it a bit more, but I just yeah. wanted to put that out there for your listeners because sometimes the listeners will hear us and think we've overcome or we've reached a pinnacle. We've reached <sighs> a pinnacle and only the analyst and the ability to know or to have knowledge about a thing. But it still requires a lot of practice to put it in play so that yes. we come out not losing our peace or our calm or our serenity. Amen, because we are still <laughs> a work in progress. I will tell yeah. anybody that in a heartbeat. <laughs> you yeah. know, we, we are. We are all still a work in progress. And, you know, that's uh, what you said is just so profound because, Teresa, you're not the only one, you know. Um, <laughs> we Life is just life. You know, I tell people that all the time. Life will still happen. You know, just yeah. because you might be accomplished in this or accomplished in that, you know, life is still yeah. going to happen, but then it's like we have to do the work on ourselves and in ourselves in order to, um, accommodate and get through certain situations. And I'll give you an example for myself. You know, mm-hmm. um, I had a conversation um, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, I, I was very proud of myself because you always you can always tell your progress in how you react in certain situations. Now, yeah. I know me, you know, say about maybe, mm, mm, let's go back maybe five, six, maybe maybe like six years, seven years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on this, on this journey for quite some time. And, um, I mean, like just focused, laser-focused on my inner being. And, you know, I can say, I can even go back maybe ten years. Um, ten years ago, if I had had this particular conversation that I had had on the phone with a particular person, it would have been on, like popcorn, like they used to say, yeah. you know, on like yeah. popcorn. But because I have put in the work, I learned how to back away from certain conversations. You know, I've learned that being right is overrated and, you know, how not to get yourself involved and engaged in someone else's negative mood or mode or drama. So that, but that takes work, you know, and it takes work on self. 
and it takes work on learning about your ego, you know, to the point yeah. where it's like, okay, now if I lack, because anybody can lash out. Anybody can do that. That's easy. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you the strength is in not lashing out. That's yeah. a strong, it takes a strong person to not give back what is given to you in that manner. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then even after the conversation is over, you still have to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and you still have to put the work in because the vibe, the negative vibe is still kind of hovering. You know, yeah. it's hovering. And yeah. then in our minds, there is the self talk. You know, you're listening yeah. to that conversation and you're listening to that comment or that whatever they were saying, and it's like, okay, you know what? We we gotta we gotta cut this out right now. Yeah. This part of the yeah. script is not in the movie. It's not in my movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. are the yeah. editors of our own movies, and we have the power to cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. And when we do cut it out, that's when that peace starts to come back to us that we had initially before the incident. And we realized, and I guess that's the beauty of, like you said, doing the work on yourself, is that when you are working from the inside out, that work that you're doing, cleaning up yourself, cleansing yourself, being in a state of allowing, like Deepak Chopra, and just knowing that things are as they should be, but the key for me in analyzing that is that, um, you know, people have said this about, like, really spiritual monks and people who are really, really will not allow the external to affect the internal, is that mm-hmm. that's the key, is that every time you still find yourself affected to, a, to the nth degree by the external, that means that yeah. there's still a lot of work. Now, not to say that there are going to be things that are really going to, that's your, like, health issues or issues with your kids right. and all that. But over time, you should find that the basic kind of disgruntled stuff shouldn't really affect you the way that it yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. It's just like you said, that once you start to kind of uh, cut it out, almost like it's a cancer, the negative, yeah. uh, it's like a cloud. That's the best way. Yeah. That negative cloud that's just hovering, as you said, over yeah. you. You start to feel so much better at peace. And then the one thing I had to do is allow to forgive. Yeah. The self-talk, oh, especially yes. when it involves other people, is to say, you know what, I forgive this person for hurting me, and yes. it's okay. I'm going to be all right. And once I realized yes. and learned to really love and forgive, because we don't really want to love when someone hurts us or when someone yeah. makes us angry. Yes, That's yes, not yes. where we want to go. <laughs> no, We're like, no. well, they deserve they deserve not to have any kind kind thoughts or words for me. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's yes. the real challenge is to truly love and just see that person almost as God sees them and, and yes. have forgiveness. And yes. that's, that's a real, real challenge. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, honey, who are you telling? Because <laughs> forgiveness was one of those things where, for me, I know, um, you know, was a tough one. Um, that, but I had to learn. And and you know, when it's put before you, because if you want to move forward in the good, you know, that that God and the universe has for you, you've got yeah. that one right there. And I've always, I will say yeah. it until the day I leave this plane, you have mm-hmm. to forgive. And forgiveness yeah. is a gift that you give to yourself. Yeah, it is not yeah. a gift that you're <laughs> given to the other person. It's not yeah. for them. Forgiveness is for you, and it is a gift yeah. that you give to yourself. Because yeah. you are, if you don't, then you are empowering the other person. You are enshrining them. You're not. You're not. You're, you're playing that movie over and over, and you're just giving them power. But forgiveness yeah. takes your power back automatically. It just does. Yeah. So, yeah. and I can, you know, one of these days when I start to really get back out there on, on the public um, realm and and speaking and so on and so forth, I have a powerful testimony on forgiveness, and I'm working on it, and I'm putting it in my next book. So, yeah, forgiveness is one of those ones that is very, very, very important. Um, and you know what, too? I was um, talking with someone earlier this week, and there's so much, there's just, there, people are out here are really hurting. And when I talk to people, and I'm talking about people that are in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, you know, and you think mm-hmm. that after we reach a certain age in life that we got it. 
You know, we got it right. together. We're okay. You know, we, we're past that petty stuff. We know how to, you know, uh, live and, and, you know, get our minds together, but that's not the case. There's so mm-hmm. many people out here that are mm, poisoning themselves by their negative self-talk. You know, um, they're always looking at themselves as not worthy of or less than. Or, you know, I just had a conversation recently with someone that told me, you know, well, I I, I can never pull it together. I don't understand why I can't or I'm not further along in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. I will never do this. I can't. So you you listen to the words. These are the triggers. Uh I can't. I know, you know, I will never be, (laughs) I will never do this. And, And I'm thinking to myself, what? What do you mean you can't? What do you mean you don't? Mm-hmm. And the thing for me was, you know, when people say these things about themselves, you know, when they're in a place where they feel as though they were the same place 10 and 20 years ago, mm-hmm. then they're, that's when we really have to stop and do a self-evaluation on what do we want. What do you yeah. want out of life? Where do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to be in a different place, are you hanging around positive people? Yeah, yeah. Are you in putting yourself in a position where you are around people who are successful or somewhere yeah. they want to they are where you would aspire to be or are you continuously sitting in the same slump and the same self negative talk that you were yesterday, a month ago, two, three, ten years ago. And if that's the case, that's insanity. Because what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same way, same thing, the same way, expecting different results. You cannot yeah. do that. Yeah, yes, yeah, you cannot. You know, and you know it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny that you say that because, and like you said, no matter how much, you, even when you're working on it yourself, like we do on a daily basis, we're cleaning ourselves up, we're analyzing ourselves. We're doing all of this stuff in an effort to do better to, tomorrow than we did today. Uh, but one of the things that I um, about your thoughts is that a lot of it is, like you said, who are you hanging out with? One of the things that I really love about the Making It Happen uh, God's Way group of mm-hmm. people is that we all desire the same thing, and you feel that desire when we meet, it's like we're all on one accord, as they say, and we're yeah. all looking to go in the same place, and we're all rooting for each other, praying for each other, supporting one another. And a lot of it starts with the selection of your friends. And it's my yeah. mom used to have a saying uh, that she taught all her kids. And it, my brother used to say, oh, I sound a little snobby, but I really understand what she means. She said, when you select your friends, select people that are doing as well or better than you. And what she was saying is you don't want to hang out with people that don't have goals, that are not going anywhere, that aren't, don't have purpose or that aren't moving forward because when you do, they'll drag you right down with them. That's and the right. other thing right. that I wanted to speak about is that watching television a lot also uh, has a, also will tend to push us in directions that we don't want to go. Because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the television is so, so negative. I mean, yeah. you know, beyond some of the theories, you, if you watch the news for any length of time, by the time you turn it over, the world and the, and, and the sky is falling. <laughs> so it's very good yeah. positive or have great thoughts when you're inundated yeah. with so much negative. Yes, that is so true, Teresa. That is so true. And, you know, I that's another good point, um, turning off the negative chatter, you know, that, that the television, all of these, um, what do you call reality TV shows. We need to do a reality show. We need to do a positive <laughs> spirit, you know, spirit-filled, yeah. loving reality show. And that gets to the next topic of, you know, self-love. We're not yeah. – love. We, I think we talked about this a, maybe a couple weeks ago about self-love and how it's not there. It's not yeah. there, and we don't even realize it's not there until you really stop and think about it. What are you saying about yourself? You're saying that yeah. you're not good enough. Yeah. You're yeah. saying that you're not worthy to be happy or to have peace and to have love in your life and just to be be free. This is what you're saying when you're start when you have all this negative talk. 
And you don't yeah. even realize, we always say that words have power. What does that mean, Lisa, that words have power? Well, what that <laughs> means is the things that you say out of your mouth will manifest. The things yeah. that you speak out there, when you put those words out into the universe, they bounce back. And you are speaking power into your own life, whether it's positive or negative, and we don't even realize that. And you know what else I found? I found a a quote, and I love this quote, by uh, Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. She says, you know, when when it comes down to the ego, she says that ego says, once everything falls into place, I'll feel peace. Spirit says, find your peace. And then everything will fall into place. Mm. Wow, that's excellent. That's an excellent quote. Isn't that's that awesome? Excellent. Ego says, "Yeah, well, you know, once I once I find my peace, you know, once once everything falls into place, once I get that job, once I get that promotion, once my daughter that's or my son graduate from school, once I get that car, once this money hits my bank account, once this, once this, once all that happens, girl, I'll have peace." What? No. Spirit says, find your peace first, and then mm-hmm. everything will fall into place. So that's really what's what you know where we uh, fall short. Yeah, and you, you know, know Lisa, the one thing that that's a great segue into what I really wanted to mention about how do you get to the point? Because I'm sure the listening audience is out there saying, well, you know, how do I ever get to a point where I'm not saying the negative stuff? about myself, what are some of the things that I need to do? Because we always say speak positive, and we say that, but it's still a challenge for most people to do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is so important is to find whatever your, as as the quote says, find your peace first or now. And a lot of times we get peace through prayer. We get peace through one of the things that you do a lot, meditation, we gain yeah. peace through some reading the Bible. Some have yeah. other, you know, ways of which peace by helping other people. But really trying to find our center and our quiet time and our quiet moments. And I think that in our study of a lot of people who have found that peace, we 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 want we know one thing for sure, and that is that you have to spend quiet time, quiet mm. moments. Meditation moments, prayer moments. There's got to be some downtime, and I think that the world kind of goes just at this race level. And even for myself, I I know I I have embarked to take on a lot of things, but at a certain point, you have to say, "Nope, that's it. I'm turning the phone off. Television has to come off. I can't handle my son right now. He needs to go to bed early." Yes, so that yes. I can find my center or my peace yes. so that I can read or whatever it is that I know or meditate, uh, whatever it is that I know I need to do to remain at peace. Yes. And, you know, Teresa, I, I bet you a lot of our listeners can relate to this as well. And um, I guarantee you a lot of people do not take that time for themselves, even five minutes, five yes. minutes. Just to sit, even if, like last week we talked about breathe, if it's just yeah. to sit and just to just slowly pay attention to your breath, you know, mm-hmm. that goes along. It's your fuel. We don't fuel mm-hmm. our souls. You know, we just keep no. running and racing and ripping. And then what happens yeah. is our ego is fueling our soul. We are allowing yeah. our ego to take over. And I just want to share this with you. Um, we constantly, we constantly feed the ego. Ego <laughs> has to be heard in order for you to feel superior towards others. And I have found that in most of us, there is a need to let other people know um, just how superior we are. You know, for an example, um, you know, here's here's an example. I just have to let him or her know what I'm thinking. I must let them know how strong I am. I must make them see that I'm in control of things, you know. I must assert my authority in other people's lives and just let them know that they're doing it all wrong. And I have to be the one to tell them this, you know. All my life, all my, my life is perfect. And I know everything. It's imperative for me to let them know, you know. So it's, 
that's the kind of self-talk that people have with themselves in regards to other people's lives. And why yeah. do they assert themselves in other people's lives? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They assert themselves in other people's lives because their own life, if they stopped for five minutes to do that prayer or that meditation, they would yeah. find they don't, like what, they don't like what they hear on the inside. They don't like their own self-talk. So they try to yeah. quiet their noise. They try to quiet their noise. Yeah. By creating another like situation, okay, let me let me just let me let me like you know just this like kind of hide my stuff yeah. right now, yeah. and let me focus on somebody else's stuff, yeah. you know, and that'll make yeah. me feel so much better. But right. actually, it doesn't. It really no. doesn't. No. And that's why a lot of times, you know, people are engaged in substance abuse. You know, whether it's yeah. alcohol, drugs, or food, <laughs> or yes, sex, yes. Um, because they're looking for that out. They're looking for something to soothe that spirit man, that man. And a lot of people always say, well, I'm trying to drown my sorrows. But a lot of times, and like I said, one of the things I always tell people is that my connection to God has really stabilized my life because I often mm-hmm. think, that and um, I know um, uh, Wayne Dyer always says, you know, always make sure you're connected to that source because that's yes. where you get your energy, your wherewithal. Yes. That's why prayer is so important. There have been studies that have been done to say the power of prayer and how just praying can help in your health issues, your mental issues, and all. And so, really connecting yeah. with God, connecting to your source is going to make a huge difference in the way, you know, your life is, is going to go. And then it's going to cause you to think and, and do things a lot differently than you would if you were just, you know, existing <laughs> and just going to you be know, your own drum. Yeah, and that's a good, you know, I, I wonder sometimes because I just had this thought this week or last week actually about therapy, Teresa, you know, a lot of there's there's a certain group of people that embrace therapy. You know, yeah. they go to therapy and they talk about things, and I and it you know it helps them because anytime you can talk about what's going on inside, it also helps yeah. to calm you and bring things out because you want to bring things out. You want to draw. It's like drawing the poison out. You know how like if a, they say if your snake bites you and then you suck on that point to draw to draw out the poison. Well, yeah. that's what therapy yeah. does. It's like drawing out mm-hmm. the poison. So, you know, and there's a certain group of us that do not go to therapy. I've never been to therapy. You know, what mm-hmm. do we do? My therapy is prayer. My therapy yeah. is meditation. I go straight to the source for my therapy, but I can do that, you know. And I was thinking, I said, mm-hmm. well, hmm, one of these days maybe I will try it out just to see, mm-hmm. just to see how, you know, even it would may bring me more peace. And then I know yeah. our guest next week can talk more about the therapy part but mm-hmm. why do you think that we don't embrace therapy? Are well, you that we're afraid? No, I just think I think a lot of it is cultural. What you what you're raised doing is what you'll do. Um, mm-hmm. I know therapy is a, there's a cost there. <laughs> yeah, for some therapy. So as a result, people feel like, oh, I'm not willing to pay the money. But um, and then there are two things that I think re- related to therapy, and, and sometimes people have good uh, social networking systems. Like I know my girlfriends are great for me, uh, like yourself and others, that I can just say, hey, this is going on, and I can feel like I will get uh, a lot mm-hmm. out of it. And then the other thing is a lot of people do not, and and I know this is true for you as well, Lisa, that as we talk to people on a daily basis with issues and concerns about their lives, a lot of mm-hmm. people believe that what they're going through, only they're going through and no one else is. <laughs> I yeah, think that's, that's the true. Um, yeah. You know, when you're doing the self-talk and what really imprisons people, is people assume that they're the only ones who have had this experience. Yeah. And they assume that because their ego won't. Now, you can't share with everyone, but your ego won't allow you to share. And so then by you not being open and honest and sharing, and again, I would caution who you share with, um, you know, because you cannot share with everyone. But when you find someone and you have a relationship where it's safe to share, you'll discover that 
you know, I always tell people, you know, you haven't gone through anything that this person over here hasn't gone through, or, or you know, and that's another reason why the self-talk is, is critical, because people will wallow in their own yeah. misery and create a yeah. stew, uh, I Ooh. mean, my stew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it's yeah. really not that deep. We all, I mean, there are millions of people in the world, and, and there are going to be people who have had your situation or just a slight variation of it. Yeah. So, and that's why we're here for our brothers, so that we can say, hey, yeah, I went through that, but look, I'm still standing. Yeah. And you know, too, that's that's true. And also, as you were talking, another thing came to me, too, um, is vulnerability. We do not yeah. want anyone else to know our vulnerabilities. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think about that a lot because I know in my life I had to sit back and I had to look at, you know, some of the writings in my journals, um, and I saw, like, my vulnerability. And I know even for me, you know, I didn't want anybody to know that I was mm-hmm. vulnerable. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. people to see the strengths. You know, I wanted yeah. to keep that mask on and, oh, I'm strong and I'm, I am woman, hear me roar and, and this, that, and the yeah. other. But at the same time, when at the end of the day, when it's just you, yourself, and yourself, <laughs> you have to take <laughs> that mask off at some time and then you start to look at your vulnerability. And, you know, that's I think that's why a lot of times people may turn to substances because they can't handle it. Yeah. You know, they're you know, they're so vulnerable to the point where, you know, like you said, they think they're the only ones who has ever been vulnerable. You know, mm-hmm. and we are not supposed to be vulnerable. We're supposed to be, you know, uh be all and tell all at all times. But that's impossible, isn't it? I mean, yeah. aren't we even though we are spiritual beings, we're still human at the same time. We're experiencing a yeah. human experience. But even that 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 human side of us is vulnerable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a good point. And I just think that, you know, like I said, when we're doing that self-talk, we create this monster in our heads. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like you said, the I can't, I can't do this because I was abused when I was 12. I can't do this because my mother wasn't nice and she treated she oh, mistreated me. The past. I can't do oh. this because I've had adoptive parents and they don't really yeah. understand and love me. I can't do this because I've had bad bosses, you know? Yeah, like, it, somebody just, else. It's always somebody and else. And yeah. <laughs> yes, and you know, that is so true. And you know, okay, so here we go. To In order to overcome some of the negative self-talk, what do you have to do? You have to substitute it for positive self-talk. And we did something in our meeting on Saturday, which is we wrote down like a month month worth of affirmations um, so that every day you were supposed to say an affirmation. I do that constantly. I'm going to tell you something. Between my meditation and my affirmations, if I did not have those two things, of course, in prayer, if I did not uh-huh. have those three things, girl, I don't know where I'd be today. <laughs> and you know what, Teresa? Check this out, though. Check this out. Every time you move, okay, so you know we're moving towards something. We're moving yeah. to building wealth. We're moving yeah. towards helping other people and being a blessing and just giving yeah. of ourselves as, as far as the love that we have to share with humanity. We're moving yeah. in that direction, and we're doing it. We're moving. But in yeah. order to move, every time a door opens for you, let me tell you something now, especially if you're moving and doing something great, something that has meaning, yeah. especially when you're sewing into other people's lives, girl, the cockpit starts to shake. And it starts yeah. to rattle, and it just, yeah. I mean, it rattles, and it's, it's almost scary, you know, because yeah. you are about to go through and break the sound barrier of something big. You are pushing that dream, and any, first of all, who said birth was easy? Who said yeah. labor yeah. was easy? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got yeah. to push 
And when you do, you've got to believe that what's on the other side is what you've been hoping, wishing, praying, and dreaming for. You cannot stop. So that's why you have to surround yourself with people who are either where you want to be or are successful in what you want to do. And you have got to affirm every single day a powerful message to yourself. If you do not, you are going to remain in the same place doing the same thing, expecting different results, and it just doesn't work that way. Amen. Amen. That is so powerful and so true. And I and like you said, when we're trying to go somewhere, it's almost like everything will try to pull us back. But we yeah. have to believe like you said, we have to have the belief that what is what we're going to give birth to is more important than the pain that we, yes. that we have to go through. <laughs> yes, because God did not give us what? He did not give us a spirit of fear. So you've got to yeah. understand that. And he gave us a, the power of a sound mind. So therefore, yeah. what you need to do is, again, recondition your mind and the way yeah. you have been thinking about yeah. life and thinking about yourself. Yeah. If you do not do that, you will not move forward forward you won't get past that negative chatter that yeah. just kind of just yeah. makes you go crazy you uh, know uh, you are uh, in control of it it is not in control of you amen, amen. oh lisa you're saying it's so funny that you said that because like i said it's just interesting that you point pick that scripture because that was this because as i was really feeling like being full of negative energy and negative thoughts, mm. I just mm-hmm. had to say, well, God, I remember getting up at like 3 in the morning, which is the time I usually pray, and I said, Lord, I just feel like I'm just still full of negative stuff, and I need right. to purge myself of it. And I turned to a minister, and that minister, who even though I liked, just wasn't giving me what I needed, and I turned on the station to another minister, and he had the quote, he said, I did not give you the spirit of fear. Right. That's <laughs> and right. that just permeated through me and of a sound yeah. mind. And that's when I realized that's yes, I'm not thinking soundly. I have yeah. a sound mind now and I need yeah. to hold on. I have no fear. And when I really start to die accept what mm-hmm. why I was feeling this angst, it was because I had a fear of, oh, what are people going to say? They're gonna think mm. blah blah blah. So my mind was running rampant with negative thoughts, yes. negative oh, yes. self-talk, just having just yes. running them up here, running yes. here, oh, you say this and that. Oh, it's all happening. Blah, blah, blah. And, you would, <laughs> and it's all about, as we talked about at the beginning, the ego and ridding. And so that also allowed me to have a peek into that ego that, and I think you've read something, Lisa, where it never, ever leaves us. It may subside. Mm-hmm. And we right. can determine where it, it rears its ugly head or not, but it's always with us. And so it really gave me a greater glimpse into maybe an area that I thought I had really worked on, but obviously not enough, and that that area was now coming back to make me fearful or to make me to make me lose my peace. Yes, exactly. And you know what, too? That just goes again to speak to the voices of the world will drown out the voices of God. And the voice of God that dwells within us from our soul, from that still small place, that voice is is just small. It will only speak to you if you allow it to. You can hear it if you're still and if you're quiet, you know, um, but we don't. We We just allow the other side to run amok. Why? Because here we go. Now, we've said this so many times before, but... I found that a lot of people do not believe they are worthy. They just don't believe they are worthy. They don't believe they're worthy of love. (laughs) You know, and I'm going to tell you something. To be honest with you, girl, I went through a period of time in my life when I did not, and I didn't even realize that that's what it was. You don't realize it until you start asking questions. And when I say asking, I'm talking about the higher power. I didn't realize yeah. that I was feeling unworthy of love. 
You know, mm-hmm. I did not realize that for a long time, and mm-hmm. which stopped me from receiving. I could give. I was a big giver. I'm still a big giver. But there was a block going on because even though I could give, I wasn't allowing myself to receive. Why? Yeah. Because there was some self-chatter from the childhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, from people in your childhood that mm-hmm. you would hear at certain times, oh, you can and you're not and you're never going to be and blah, 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 blah. And you would hear that self, that negative self-chatter. And you're like, no, you know, you, you push it to the side, you know, you pull through and you got to push because if yeah. you don't, you will never, ever make it in life. And when I discovered that I was worthy, I am worthy, you are worthy, we are all worthy, no matter what has happened in your past, no matter what you have done, no matter what anybody else tells you, you are worthy. You are worthy of the love of God because that is who made you. That's where you come from. And if you really stop and you start accepting that, accepting that you are loved and you are worthy to be loved, guess what's going to happen? You are now opening up a whole new portal for love just to start pouring in. Yes. And you have to stop kicking it away. Stop kicking it. Let it come. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, it's so funny that, um, we're reading this book. I, I, well, we, I finished. It's called E Square, and her name is again. She's going to be, I think, a guest, right? Pam Grouch. Pam Grouch is going to be with us in December, and, and I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the beauty of reading her book was there was some, you know, it's, it's the, that's why I always challenge each of us to read. Read, 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 because just yeah. what we're talking about is when you pick up a book, the pe- people are going through the same kinds of things that you're going through, but they found a solution. And so now you have a solution. But I've read mm-hmm. a lot about manifestation, energy, and our thoughts or things and all of that. But there, there are times when you come across an author who kind of puts it right square in your face as to what you really want and challenges you to put it mm. out there or to put put what you're what you want on the line and that's what that book yes. is. Which I thought it was an action book. It wasn't about Ooh. theories and ideas and thoughts. She challenged yes. you each yes. day to put something in play or in practice. Yes. And the interesting piece is that everything I put in play manifests. And I got to a point and the affirmation for the Making It Happen group today is dream big. And I got to a point where I wanted something, and I found myself stuttering, Lisa, like, okay, yeah, I want this success, but I was hesitant. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, where is that hesitancy coming from? And it was interesting Mm -hmm. because it's like when you really put it out there or put it on the line or put it in play, then you really feel, like you said, regarding the self-talk and your worthiness, then you can really get to the bottom of, do I really want this or am I saying it, but I'm not, you know, right. you can really get into yourself and what you're thinking or saying. So I That's would right. highly recommend that you guys go out and buy that book, E-Squared. It was just that phenomenal. And yes. secondly, when she does do the show in December, I would challenge each person to make sure uh, of course, all the shows are great, but you want to make sure that you you get that one because she has some really sharp and interesting yes. things. Yes. Actually, Theresa, she's doing a online um, webinar. Uh, what is that? Next week, I think. So if you just Google Pam Grout, G-R-O-U-T, and the book is E-squared, everybody should get that book. And you said read, yeah. read, read Books are food for the soul. I know they've yes. been feeding me, and I can't yes. wait sometimes because one book will lead me to the next book, it'll lead me to the next yes. book, and my soul yes. just drinks it up. So, yes. you know, you'll be guided to what to read. If you, you know, the things that you are seeking and searching, ask. Put the words ask. This is, this is what we're talking about. When words have power, your words really do have power. Yes. Speak yeah. to that mountain and say, mountain, be yeah. thy removed. Get thee yeah. behind me you, yeah. and, and be bold about it. Command, yeah. make the command in what you want, and your words yeah. will not return to you void. 
speak to the situation, tell it what yes. you want it to do, and it yes. has to move. It has to yes. move. It has to move. Yes. It just does. Yes. Yes. So we yes. have yes. to really, really, really get that, understand that your yes. words really do have power. They do. They do. And what you're saying is so true is that we've got to get and, and, and to the epiphany of when you know that you know that you know that mm. we say we uh, uh, we say that um, faith is when you when you give a spiritual command to bring about a physical reality and uh, our little Cheryl number two coined that term giving mm. a spiritual command and that yes. is like you said it's just like Christ said. If God would speak to the mountain and say, "Be thou removed," it would be removed. Re- That's removed. right. And we have to really believe that. And the more we do it, and the more it, we get backed up with evidence, that's what strengthens our faith. And we can yeah. look back and say, "Gee, I went through this and this and this and this, and yeah. all I did was say and do." And the more you put it in practice, whether it's Lisa, my favorite that you do is the parking space. It becomes oh, an old yeah. hat. It's just like, yeah. like right now, whenever you go, you just know you're going to get that space yep. right up front because you have put it in place <laughs> so many times. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and that's just and that's the small thing because, you know, years yeah. ago, I, watching The Secret, I put that thing to the test. Girl, let me tell you something. I test my angels. I test everything because I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. And God, this is this, this God, you said this? Okay, show me. Show yeah. me. This yeah. is what you said. Yeah. Now I need you to show me because yeah. I you want me to believe in this, this, and this, and this. Well, you need to show me, you know, why I need to believe in it. I want to know: is this real? Yeah. Show yeah. me, and every yeah. single time he has not failed me, not one yeah. time, <laughs> not one time. So why do we not move on that? Why do we allow our minds to tell us and make us think that we're less than and we're no good and we're not worthy and you can't do this and you're never going to be anything and da-da-da-da-da? Why do we allow that to happen? We need to stop. (laughs) Because if you knew, if you really truly knew who and what you are and where you came from, you wouldn't do that anymore. And even though the thoughts might, like I said, arbitrarily pop up in there somehow, Mm -hmm. you would stop and breathe and say, no, that is not true. I know that is not true. I know who I am. I know who God made. I know this, and I know, and I know, and I know. So I just wanted to make sure that people understood, you know, um, your negative self-talk, affirm. Turn the negative into a positive. There's so many affirmations out there on the Internet. As a matter of fact, you can go to my website, yourdestinyawaits.net. There's a link, affirmations. I've got a whole page full of them. Just go there and start affirming in your life every day. Yeah, and Lisa, Um, I wanted to share one mm -hmm. positive thing. Um, Joseph... Murphy wrote this book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that he suggested doing, which I find that to be very effective, is each morning to look in the mirror at yourself and affirm the power of affirm while looking in the mirror. I love that. So I would uh, highly recommend that. What a difference that makes, especially to people who have, like, self-esteem yeah. issues. I am beautiful. Yeah. I am loved. I am wonderful. Yeah. Um, I yeah. am wealthy. I am yeah. uh, a good friend. I am a good wife. I'm a good husband. Whatever it is, yeah. to use the mirror in the morning just as you are brushing your teeth to really affirm yeah. yourself. And one of the things that I do every morning, Teresa, when I look in the mirror, and I think I mm-hmm. told you this, I've started it a yeah. last couple of within the I say, I love you. I tell myself, uh-huh. I love you, Lisa. I love you. Uh-huh. How many times do we say that to ourselves? How many no. times do you affirm <laughs> that you love yourself? See? Yeah. See, why? Yeah, why is mm-hmm. that? Try it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I challenge everybody to start saying to themselves, look yourself in the mirror and just say, I love you and watch and see how that will start to make a difference in your life. So I've come down. We're down to the end of um, I want to leave you with this. And this time I want to leave you with this ex- excerpt 
from my book, uh, Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink. And it's from Chapter 5, What Are You Thinking About? I have come to realize that we can control most of what we think about. Some thoughts arbitrarily pop into our minds, but once we find ourselves dwelling on that thought, we then have to decide if it is a good thought or a bad thought, a positive thought or a negative thought. Once you have determined what the thought is, you can then compartmentalize it. Choose not to dwell on the negative. Choose to immediately discard the negative thought and make a conscious effort to focus on something positive, and that will bring you joy. It will allow positive words to flow effortlessly. I have found that focusing on something that I am grateful for brings on more things that I am grateful about. And the thought pattern develops and continues to spiral until my heart is overflowing with gratitude. When we start to focus on the things we truly want and consistently think about such thoughts, that it starts to become a habit. Once you've developed that thinking habit, you are now drawing those things to you, thus creating a more joyful and fulfilling destiny. It is there within you just waiting for you to draw upon it. Whatever you are thinking about and speaking about, you bring about. You have to be able to get this. If you are constantly thinking and speaking negative thoughts, you will constantly get negative results. That is not just me saying that. That is the law. If you think about positive things, things that make you happy, things that can bring you joy, then you will attract those things to you. Your thoughts must correspond with your desires for things to manifest in your life. James Allen wrote, You are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts have taken you. We must be careful what we allow our minds to hold on to. Thoughts really do become things, and words really do matter. So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. Once again, Miss Teresa Hamilton, girl, you are awesome. You are just so awesome. Thank you for coming on again and sharing your wisdom with us. For knowledge is power, and when we know better, we what, Teresa? We do better. We do better, yes. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. We will be back on Monday, September 30th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time with our special guest, the past life regression therapist, Miss Mira Kelly. So, We're just looking forward to that show, and I I can't wait. I'm pretty excited about that one. And, uh, Teresa, do you have any last words before I close this out? No, only think think positively. (laughs) And dream big. And dream big, yeah. (laughs) Your mission, (laughs) if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. Because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.